Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, joined by Jay Gilbert. And I almost forgot. Sponsored by? Hypebot.com. I've been well, so good you. about that lately. You have. No, all you, of a sudden, you, you know, whatever. Hey, Bruce, we love you. We love Hypebot. Thank you That's for everything right. you do. Um, we have a special guest joining us this week, Jay. We do. We have the head of market development uh, for Feature FM, uh, Daniel Sander. Uh, welcome for uh, welcome to joining our show. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Where are you at? What's that? Where, where are you coming from today? Where are you at? I I am here from uh, New York, New York. Got it. Well, um, Michael and I have had some d- discussions about Feature FM, and it looks like it's maybe a lot more than it appears on uh, on the surface. Can you give us kind of a, a rundown of w- what does Feature FM offer? Sure. So, you know, I'll give you kind of the, the overview of, of what we are, you know, sort of the, the you know, the 30,000 foot view. Uh, so Feature FM, we are uh, a music mark. <coughs> Looks like I just lost a little bit of a connection with you guys. That's right. You're back. All right. So yeah, so Feature FM, we're a music uh, marketing and advertising platform. So we build advertising and marketing tools specifically for the music industry. Uh, Now there's a place that the company actually started, and I think, uh, you know, a really big place that the company's actually grown into. So the company actually started with the idea of uh, sponsored song advertising inside of streaming services, where we kind of said, you know, the best way to promote a song is to actually play it to people. Uh, no one's going to become a fan of your music till they've actually heard it. Uh, but it was really impossible for you know for most artists to actually get their songs on the radio. And we always said that the power of radio hasn't changed, but the way people listen to it has. And now that people are discovering music inside of streaming services, there's uh, endless numbers of personalized radio stations that everybody's listening to music and discovering new music on. Uh, but there was no easy way for artists to, you know, to get their music into the ears of of fans on these stations. And even though their music lived inside the streaming services, artists are forced to promote and advertise outside of the streaming services. So we kind of said, you know, if an artist can post on Facebook and then put budget behind their post on Facebook, and then you scroll through Facebook and you see sponsored posts on Facebook, sponsored tweets on Twitter, sponsored search results on Google. You know, there was no sponsored song inside of the streaming services. So we created the sponsored song unit uh, with the mission to work with the existing streaming services and provide an easy self-serve platform for any artist of any size to get their music heard by the right audience through these sponsored songs. So if who, who are your partners, Daniel? Like you talk about, like you know, on the on the DSPs. What are your DSP or digital service provider um, partners that you're working with? Yeah, so so we launched the sponsored song unit with uh, the streaming service Eight Tracks. This was back in 2014, and uh, we expanded it uh, to uh, to Deezer about a year ago. Uh, wow. A little over a year ago. So we're now serving sponsored songs uh, along with Deezer. Uh, and for those who don't know about Deezer, because, you know, they're, as you know, they're more popular yeah. kind of outside the U.S., yeah. maybe talk a little bit about Deezer, because it may surprise people how big they are. Yeah, so Deezer is a fully on-demand streaming service uh, that has around 20 million users worldwide. You know, they're pretty new in the U.S. Uh, they launched last summer in the U.S., but they're, you know, they're expanding here as well. 
they're very large across Europe, France mainly. They're actually based in France. They're very large across France, uh, the UK, Germany, and then actually in South America as well. So Brazil, Colombia, uh, they have a really nice audience there. Um, but they do, you know, they do have a, a you know, a very nice uh, service, very nice platform with millions of users. They're one of actually the, you know, the largest uh, on-demand music services in the world. And, uh, you know, it's definitely been very successful so far to the point that the actual, the actual value of the sponsored songs, I think, with the, with the data we have has proved that people like them. So, you know, generally, if you're running advertising, you know, you might see a click-through rate of, I don't know, half a percent to one percent and cost per click of maybe 50 cents to a dollar. So if you put a thousand dollars on an ad campaign, maybe you get a thousand to two thousand clicks and people to hear your music. Uh, with Feature FM and sponsored songs, <clears throat> $1,000 could actually get 50,000 people guaranteed to hear your music. And then we see engagement rates of 10%, 11%, even up to 15 and 20% of people yeah. who add the songs to playlists, favorite the songs, go to see more music by the artist. So it really proves that fans like the sponsored songs. They'd rather get a sponsored song uh, and discover more music. Artists yeah. get their music in front of the right audience. And uh, where's it placed? Streaming services have a new monetization channel. Where do you place that sponsor song? Is it on top of a playlist? Does it actually go in the playlist and then says sponsor song? How does that work? So currently, the way that it works is that it, it is in the non-interactive portion of uh, the streaming radio. So. You know, Deezer has on demand, but then they also have, you can start a radio station based off of an artist. They yeah. also have a really cool feature called Flow, uh, which is, I guess is similar to Pandora's version of Thumbprint Radio. So Flow yeah, yeah, yeah. actually creates a radio station based on all of the music you've, you know, you've interacted with already. So whenever a fan is listening to sort of the lean back experience, this is where they can get sponsored songs. But when they get a sponsored song, now they can add it to a playlist and they can do anything with it. Like uh, it's completely native. So it plays directly from the Deezer catalog. It's not an ad. It's not separate from the service. So fans can interact with it just like any other song. Got it. And, you know, our goal is always to, you know, to integrate the sponsored songs into more streaming services. Sure. And, we also, and we also have the ability to support uh, sponsored search results, discovery page results, potentially, you know, display sponsored songs when you, you know, when you open the app. Um, and obviously, as you can imagine, it's, uh, you know, it's been a bigger uphill battle than I think we initially set out for. So while we're, you know, while we're pushing that mission, we then decided to expand to offer other types of promotion for artists. So we also offer sponsored songs on around 30 music websites and music blogs where they've actually, uh, if you're reading an article online on a music website or music blog, you'll see alongside the articles a section that says trending music sponsored by feature fm and again the idea here is that it feels very native so fans who are reading about music can actually discover music alongside the articles and you know and, and have relevant content to discover uh based on the articles that they're already uh they're already reading what uh we also just launched yep go ahead i was gonna say what sort of um control does does the um the artist have in where their sponsored song gets placed how much, so, you know, what's the depth of targeting that they can do? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a great question. So when you target your music uh, with the sponsored songs in, in Deezer, you can actually choose who you want to hear your music based on music taste, similar artists, uh, genres, age, gender, location. Uh, so it really, it really gets the... Um, 
you know, it gets the song to the right person at the right time based on their listening habits. So we actually have our own proprietary recommendation algorithm as well that uses this data and it's machine learning. So as time goes on, it gets smarter and smarter on where to actually target your songs so that they're going to get to the right fans. Um, oh, so you could, you'll, you'll provide guidance and say, look, based on what of this song, we think you should go here, here, and here. But yep. the artist may say, well, I want to target maybe fans of this group that we toured with or that we think would really be a good fit. And you can kind of do both at the same time. Yeah. So, so when, when, a, when the artist first sets up their campaign, we'll automatically pull in um, similar artists and genres based on what we already know about their music as a starting point. They can override it and say, you know, I'd rather target to this type of audience. Uh, but, you know, just overall across all of our campaigns, when we first started with Deezer, uh, uh, you know, our engagement rates, I believe, were around three to seven, uh, three percent to four percent, and now it's not uncommon to see ten percent, twelve percent. You know, the average is probably somewhere around seven or eight percent, but it's it's not uncommon to see uh, you know engagement rates in the double digits. So the machine learning is really shown to help improve. Uh, you know, the, the, the right audience, you know, the audience that we're sending. Right. Music. And that's an audience based on, you know, artist. Do you target based on genre or yep. lifestyle? Exactly. So you can target based on genre, based on similar artists. We also have tags. So you can include, you know, workout, happy, running, chill, sort of moods and activities that we would also take into account uh, in our algorithm as well. What, what sort of realistic budget does somebody need to come in to be able to do this i mean uh, can can they do something with fifty dollars or are we talking you need to have a thousand dollars yeah so you know the, the platform is really built it's designed so that any artist of any size can have access to get their music heard so just like anybody can go to facebook ads no matter what your budget is you know there's room to boost your content it's the same idea here. So if you're an artist, you know, you're an indie artist who's, you know, starting out and doing this in your basement, but your music's really good, you could put 50 bucks into the platform and it'll boost your content. Or if you're, you know, an indie label all the way up to the major labels, uh, you know, you can take your, you know, your ad budgets and put in a few thousand dollars if you'd like, or, you know, or even greater. Um, so it really, you know, it really is designed so that no matter what your budget is, you're going to be able to get that boosted content. And then what, what exactly is the metric that that you charge on is it okay i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to spend a, i'm going to spend $1000 and i've done all my targeting do you charge once the song starts playing is it one second is it three I think it's 30 seconds, seconds right 30 daniel seconds? yep exactly so yeah, exactly. So you're you're only charged if your song is heard for at least 30 seconds. Wow. So you, you put in your budget. So you're actually charged, let's say, for your whole campaign budget of $100. And then each cost per play is around $0.03, cents, but only if it's heard for at least 30 seconds. So if your song gets skipped in under 30 seconds, we don't take it out of your budget. It's just a, a free play that you get. We say, look, we didn't, maybe we didn't target it to the right person. So, you know, you don't have to pay for that. So that way it really guarantees that for every penny spent, your song is being heard by the right person. And then if somebody takes the song and adds it into their playlist and starts playing it on their own, obviously that now becomes just an organic play, not a paid play. Yeah, exactly. So the, you know, the entire goal of this, and I think I lost a little connection for a second. So maybe I'll, That's right. so yeah, the whole goal of 
uh, you know, we, we kind of say we sit somewhere between, you know, digital marketing and radio promotion. Uh, because, yes, it's digital, but the value here is about the exposure and, and getting uh, a fan acquisition and converting someone into a fan to then get the lifetime value of a fan. So, yes, mm. you're going to get into playlists. People favor you. Your, your music is going to be streamed more. But, you know, you're, you're getting more fans to discover your music as a whole to hopefully convert them into lifetime value fans. So let me ask you this. If, if I sign up as an artist and I, I place the track, I target it, what kind of analytics or data do you provide uh, to me? So when, you're, yeah, when your campaign is running, you actually get real-time data back on how your music performs. So you see how many people listen to your music, how many people engage, what types of engagements did they take. So how many playlists did you get added to, how many favorites, how many artist page views. My favorite thing is you can see where in the song people skip and where in the song people wow. engage. So you can actually see if there's a really engaging, you know, maybe 30 seconds or 35 seconds in is where all your engagements happen. Now you know, hey, this is a super engaging part of the song. What worked well? What doesn't work well? Maybe this should be my 30-second preview. You know, generally most skips happen in the first second or two, but sometimes you'll see a spike in skips, you know, around maybe the 13-second mark. So you can kind of determine there was something that happened at that point that everybody skipped. So maybe there's something I need to work on when writing music. Right, you um, may, so really may have too long of an intro, or you may have too exactly. long of a song. It gives you really nice feedback, and then of yeah, course you well, also age, age, gender, and location of everybody who engaged or, or heard your music as well. Does it have? Is it like? Um, can I tell what country they were in when they listened to it? Or yeah, exactly. It... So you see, so top countries, top cities of uh, you know everybody who uh, you know who engaged with your music or, or listens to your music wow that's great what how how is the um the, how is the, the song identified as a sponsored song how do you know is it is there a tag at the front in the beginning an audio tag what what is it yeah exactly so uh you know when the song comes on no it's funny when, when we first launched them it was only it was on there visually and, uh, you know, it wasn't audible that you heard sponsored song. And then we we uh, decided to add it audibly so that it's, you know, we want to be as upfront as possible. You know, we're not about playlist manipulation. We're simply about, you know, clearly say, you know, clearly giving uh, artists the opportunity to have sponsored songs and boosted content in the streaming service in a way that it's very clear to everybody, hey, this is sponsored content. What we notice is once we added audibly right in the beginning of the song, it'll be a little, you know, noise and say sponsored track and then the song plays there was no difference in engagement so what we and whether you know it doesn't them they're happy to them over you know something that's going to interrupt their you know their listening experience when they're there to discover music anyway so it's both audible and it's visual it says sponsored track now when okay. you also sponsor the track the entire album artwork becomes clickable um, so you can actually uh, have a call to action that can take people to a playlist. It can take people to your artist page all within the Deezer app. Or it can take them, let's say you're on tour, you know, see me live. I'm playing in your area. Um, and you can take people to buy tickets as well. The other thing you can do is, um, let's say you have a brand to artist partnership. You can customize the album art that plays with your sponsored song 
instead of using your default art to be branded. So you let's say you're Pepsi and you sponsor Beyonce. I always use that example. You can you can say you know download Pepsi Pass and win free tickets to you know to see Beyonce, and you can have the whole artwork be be branded with you know Beyonce and Pepsi. Um, yeah. So there's really opportunity now for artists to use utilize brand partnerships to help fund exposure uh, and you know push those branded campaigns as well. How does this relate to? I noticed you had kind of a, a landing page, shortened URL kind of thing, like a link fire or Bitly or yeah. something. How does that relate to what you're talking about? Perfect. So yeah, so that's uh, you know a product that we launched earlier in the summer, and you know we started with the ad side, and you know real quickly we actually also launched self serve audio ads in almost 200 services, which are you know your general 30 second spots. So that's the advertising suite. Now our marketing tools suite includes things like uh, smart links, uh, Spotify pre save, gated saves, things like that. So. What happened was we had a lot of customers coming to us that were running advertising campaigns, and a lot of them were using whether it's Linkfire or Smart URL or Tone Den. You know, there's a bunch of companies out there yeah. that you know have uh, you know these different uh, music smart links, right? right? And they were using them as the call to action, and a lot of our customers said, you know, it's super annoying to go to you know platform for pre-save and platform for smart links, and another then it would be great if we can create this you know also within fm um and we knew there were other players out there but you know it definitely made sense to say you know why should customers have to go to 10 different platforms to manage all of these things so we you know we built the SmartLink product and we were able to launch it i believe within a month or two uh to be able to have it you know under one roof and ultimately what the SmartLink does is if you're an artist and you know it's time to release your music it's friday and you want to share your music with the world the question is what link do you share you know, do you share just a Spotify link, just an Apple link? Do you put 10 links to 10 different services? Then you have to put that on every platform. Well, what if somebody from yeah. France, you know, wants to click your link? Maybe Deezer is the most popular. So what SmartLink does is it gives the artist just one link, and they just paste this link everywhere. Yeah. And it automatically routes yeah. fans to your music and their preferred service. Yeah. Uh, talk so a little bit about, um, sorry, talk a little bit about Spotify pre-save. Sure. For those that don't really yeah. know what what that means, um, yep. how do you get involved with Spotify pre-save? So yeah, so Spotify pre-save, I think you know a lot of people are seeing this pop up more and more everywhere, and and the goal here is that you know it's before your release, and and you, know, you can have pre-order on Apple, you can have pre you know pre-order on Amazon, and you know these services, but there's no equivalent really for for Spotify, and we also support it for Deezer by the way. We have Spotify and Deezer pre-save. And what it does is you can start sharing your music and say to fans, hey, click here to pre-save my music. So you, some, you can even gate it too, you know, pre-save and get an exclusive video or follow my playlist. So a fan will actually hit pre-save. It'll then prompt the fan to connect, uh, to connect their Spotify account. And then when they connect their Spotify account, they actually give permission for us to save the album in their library. So what happens is, you know, a fan pre-saves, and then on the day of the release, we'll automatically add your album to the libraries of everybody who pre-saved it. Uh, and they're also following the artist. So now when it comes out, they'll get a notification, a pop-up notification, hey, this new music is out. And, uh, you know, it really helps artists to then generate saves. So on the day of their release, they already can start with a certain number of saves and, you know, also help build their audience because once a fan connects, you also can um, then add them to your email list and, you know, and be able to connect with them even further. I, I want to go back real quick to the, the sponsored song. Um, 
you know, putting my, my, my creative hat on here, I'm, I'm wondering, does it have to be a song? As an artist, could I create an audio commentary, a combination one-minute mm-hmm. sample of the song and two-minute audio interview, ad, whatever. interview, whatever? Can I have that be what's sponsored? Mm-hmm. Or, or is, is, are the, sir, you know, is Deezer not permitting that? Is it, does it have to be a song? No, that's a definitely a great question. So for our sponsored song unit, you know, right now it has to be a song. And the reason is that you actually, when you set up the campaign, you actually choose your song from the Deezer catalog. So you're not uploading an MP3. You're not uploading anything. You're actually just getting your songs from the Deezer catalog and the sponsored song plays directly from Deezer. However, on the audio ad product, that's where there's a lot more room, I'd say, for, you know, for, for, for more of your commentary and more of your what I would call audio messaging. And typically what we'll do with the audio ads, so self-serve audio ads, we actually have in almost 200 services. Um, you know, iHeart, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, Radio, any service that has audio. Um, but more about the the station format. So more about I can target an audio ad to pop radio, hip hop radio, whatever you want. And typically what we'll do is like a you know, 30 second clip of the song with an artist voiceover or a minute long clip with an artist voiceover. And that gives artists the ability to really get their message out there in exactly the way you described. Do you, do you have services to help them create those audio ads? Because I, I can imagine there's probably a lot of indie artists who are like, I love the idea, but... I don't know voiceover. I can't script this. I'm not into editing and creating the ad. Is that something you can provide or point them to? So, so currently, we, we provide guidance on on sort of uh, you know what the creative should include, and you know we'll typically say do a 30 second clip of your song with an artist voiceover. And what we found is, look, you know, if these artists have the ability to uh, ultimately record an entire album. For most of them, recording you know a thirty second clip of a song with a voiceover is is not that difficult, and we've actually never run into an issue of an artist saying, "You know, I have no idea how to do this." Um, if there's anything they know how to do, it's record audio. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so, and 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 these marketing tools, um, what's the fees? How how is that structured for artists to to, to get involved using that stuff? Yeah, so the you know the marketing tools there's uh, you know there's a couple of different access points, right? So we have uh, we sell it based on a subscription service, and it goes everything from sort of the basic tier to the most advanced features. Uh, the most advanced features, which are for uh, you know really your your indie labels and your major labels and major companies. Uh, include the ability to targeting data. So let's say people are, you know, let's say people are clicking your smart link and then they click through to Spotify. Now on Facebook, you can say, I want to target ads only to people who clicked a link for this artist and use Apple Music, or only people who like hip hop and use Spotify. Uh, you also can add your affiliate stores. So if you get uh, affiliate commission from Apple and Amazon, you can put behind the links. And there's a lot of other really cool advanced features like localization. If somebody clicks from France, you might want Deezer to be first, and uh, you know, and the whole thing will be written in French. Um, and to have, you know, it's really have like the unlimited tier. It's 150 dollars a month. Uh, then there's what's called the advanced tier, which is 75 dollars a month, which still has you know most of the advanced features. It's a little more limited. 
Um, and all the way down to, uh, you know, what's geared more towards, I would say, the indie artists who aren't necessarily utilizing major retargeting features or affiliate IDs or Google Analytics, but, but they want to be able to create an unlimited number of links. So for them, it's $9.99 a month. Um, also, the more advanced tiers include uh, unlimited pre-save links. $9.99 a month does not include unlimited pre-save links, but whenever you need it, you can upgrade any link to a pro link for a $35 one-time fee. And then we also have a free tier. So even if you don't want to pay, we have a free tier that you can still create unlimited links, but only for tracks, so not for albums or playlists. And you can still upgrade to you know a pro link anytime you would need it. What 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 do you, what do you mean by unlimited pre-save links? Does that mean you can only have X amount of fans save do, save the pre-save, or you can only have X amount of different tracks that you're pushing pre-saves? Yeah. So, so if you're paying, you know, no matter what tier you're on, you know, you can create an unlimited number of links for an unlimited number of artists. Now, for pre-save on the $75 a month tier and up, uh, you can create an unlimited number of pre-save links. So let's say you create 100 links. Every single one of them you can include pre-save for. So when you create a link, you can choose if it's for a future release or for a current release. If it's for a future release, that's where you would have pre-save and, and pre-order functions. Um, and to do that, you know, you can you can do that an unlimited number of times. But if you're on the $9.99 a month tier, you can create an unlimited number of links for music that's already been released. But if you want to incorporate Spotify pre-save, there would be a, a one-time fee for, for upgrading that specific link. Okay. All right. So it, it, it sounds like this you, you, you've kind of got the spectrum covered here of affordability because um, there's mm -hmm. a lot of cool features here and, uh, you know, a lot of indie artists who have just released only an EP and have a limited budget would love to get in on stuff like this. Yeah, and like I said, you know, our, our of all sizes, how do you find a way to find that balance between, uh, you know, what a major label can do versus what an artist can do and, and still be able to provide the value that, that they need? So it's, you know, it's not easy, but we definitely strive to do our best to provide you know, anyone of any size to have everything they need uh, for a price that they can afford. Yeah. Well, this is super cool. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to try it out. And it sounds really great. I love that it's affordable. I love that you can get your music in front of people who may not necessarily or normally hear it. And you can get some analytics back to kind of see, is it working? Is it, is it uh, doing what it's supposed to do? My last question for you yeah. is, um, sure. It's kind of two part. One is I would imagine this covers all genres, right? Yes. And then the other part is, and it's probably an obvious one that you get a lot. When do you think you might be rolling out to more DSPs? And you know, is there a possibility that you could be on, you know, Amazon Music Unlimited or or Spotify or Apple Music or you know other services like that? Yeah, no, that's that's an amazing question. Um, you know, I would expect to see some announcements around that uh, within the first half of 2018. Um, you know, I can't say anything more than that right now, but <laughs> fair enough. Announcements uh, early next year, and we also have some really cool new marketing features that we're rolling out on. You know, on the smart link and pre-save and, and unlock side, that uh, you know hopefully can add a lot more value there. All right. Well, where can people find you and find uh, Feature FM? So, yeah, you would literally go to the URL, 
anyone can email us anytime. It's community at feature.fm. Uh, you know, we, we always love to call and then talk with anyone and, you know, see, see how we can help. Great. Thank you awesome. so much for taking Dan, the time Daniel, today, thank, man. It's yeah. super interesting. Thank you for joining us. This was great. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. And yeah, I hope my poor connection didn't affect too much, but uh, no, I really no, appreciate I got, it. I got, the, I got <laughs> the gist of what you guys offer. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Daniel. Take care. Thank you, Daniel. All right. Bye. All right. Um, so just in case anybody missed it because of the quality going in and out, and we apologize for that. Thank you. That's Skype, which... We've been swearing at Skype for weeks now. Um, it's feature.fm is the website. That's where you need to go to check everything out, all of these services. I'm, I like the sponsored song. That, that, yeah. that really sounds, you know, the, it, they're up front. It's a completely sponsored song. They're not trying to pull the wool over any listener's nope. eyes. And, you know, it, it, you're only getting charged if 30 seconds of a song is listened to, which... Let's be honest, that's, that's a pretty good chunk of a song. <laughs> yeah, give this a shot. So, um, yeah, head over to Feature FM, Feature.FM. Um, if you're using them, I'd love to hear your thoughts, because I know Jay and I are already like, hmm, let's see, who can we can get from our clients to, to see if they're interested in this. I'd love to get some that's feedback right. from people who've actually used any of the tool marketing tools or or the sponsored song. Let us know what you what your response has been. Yeah, absolutely. And go visit uh, Hypebot when you get a chance. Hypebot.com. Leave a message for Bruce. Tell him how much you appreciate what he's doing for everybody here. Um, that's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We're out of here till next week. <laughs>